Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Murphy Houston. It's Murphy Houston on Mile High Magazine with another very special guest, uh, the Colorado Market Director for Dispatch Health. It's Melanie Plaxon. And Melanie, welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, this is a, this is a very cool thing you guys are doing. Uh, we talk a lot about seniors sometimes and the need for health care and moms with young kids. And back in the day, doctors made house calls. Well, nobody does that anymore. Not so true anymore. And that's what uh, you guys at Dispatch Health basically are doing. Am I right about that? You're right. Yes, we're bringing the house call back with a lot of technology. Well, talk about that. What do you mean you're bringing it back? And what do you mean technology? I mean, people have been to emergency rooms or hospitals. There's a lot of technology. So basically, you're taking that to a home? We are, yeah. We take about 70% of the emergency room directly to people's homes. And the reason we provide that level of care, if you can think about it, when you're in an ER setting... A, it's really expensive. Oh, yes. very expensive. It's not a comfortable place to be, especially if you're ill or you're injured, and you're not getting to spend a lot of time with the providers. So we developed a model that essentially took the emergency room to an individual as long as it wasn't life-threatening. Right. So how do you make that decision? Somebody calls you, obviously, there's a phone number, which we'll talk about, and you answer it. And I imagine the person on the other end has questions for you as you call. Correct. Yes. If you call us, we want to make sure it's appropriate, right? So we're going to ask you a series of questions based on your age, your chief complaint, um, and then we'll essentially make that decision. Is this appropriate for us to see or not? On average, it takes us about one to two hours to get to our patients, but we're sending an emergency medicine trained team. So you're getting the same individuals that you would see in an ER setting in your home. So there's several people then. Several, two people, yeah. Right. So you get a nurse practitioner or okay. a physician assistant, and they're accompanied by a medical technician. Our medical technicians primarily are EMTs by training. They help drive, navigate, act as critical support, and then they're supported virtually by an ER board-certified physician. So you wow. can think about a dispatch health team as three individuals, two on the ground, one virtually. That's quite an operation. It is, yes. So obviously they're driving, a, it's not like a car pulling in. It's probably a big van, I would imagine. You would right? think it's a big van. It's not. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. So the, the beautiful part about technology, and really if we go back to the idea of a house call, right? So house calls were very common. Yes. A long time ago. Yes, they were. And that really depleted by the 80s. And the reason for that is... As technology increased, it was easier to treat a lot of people in a brick-and-mortar setting. Right. But if you think about it, an EKG weighed 300 pounds in the 80s. That now fits in a backpack. So if you fast-forward to today, that same technology has essentially morphed and shrunk all of that, essentially all those supplies. So it allows us to then provide that care safely in somebody's home. That saves so much time and so much stress. It does. To know, okay, we're coming. We'll be there in an hour and a half. Here's what you need to do in the meantime until we get there. Makes it easy. It does. And and you can just lay in bed. We see patients who have been sleeping before we get there or they're staying on their couch. They're hydrating. They're really comfortable. Yeah. We come in. We treat them. We're on scene for 45 minutes to an hour. Oh. And that's a long time. Right. That is. A long time to spend with a provider. And then we're providing that care 
We don't drive these big vans, which is right. what you would think, right? You would almost think an you, ambulance would require this. Yes. But because all of that has shrunk, we drive Nissan Rogues. So you'll see them around town. A Rogue? A Rogue. A Nissan Rogue. They're all-wheel drive. Wow. They're great for the Colorado climate. Yeah. But that's a small yes. vehicle. It is a small vehicle. Fits our providers. Could fit somebody else if we're training an additional provider. And then it has all of the supplies inside of it. Wow. So what kind of supplies are we... You mentioned EKG, so that's probably yeah, standard. Yeah, we have an EKG what else? in every car. What else do you bring? We have six uh, Pelican cases, and those cases essentially are your systems of body. So we have everything from lab capabilities that we can do on scene. Lab? Lab. Really? Point of care, let's right. say flu, mono, strep, right? That's about that season right, right now. Uh, we can also do your chemistry panel to see... How are your kidneys functioning? What do your electrolytes look like? So on and so forth. We can do a urine analysis, urine pregnancy. Um, So pretty extensive care from a lab standpoint, all at point of care. We have IV fluids, medication formulary. That's both IV and oral. So we can actually provide first dose on scene if we need to for our patients. We can sew staple glue. See a lot of lacerations, skin tears. It's holiday season, right? Yeah, so we see right. that when somebody is preparing a meal and having individuals over their home, we can actually come in and suture them right in the comfort of their home so they're not leaving all of their guests. That's incredible. It is. Now, when these two folks come out, yes. are, are they in contact with somebody in a building? Like, hey, we've got this going on. What do you think? Do they need to come in, or can we do it all here? Do you get a little outside help if needed? Any of that outside help would come from the ER board-certified physician that's on call. Okay. And that's usually to get a second pair of eyes, right, on sure. what's going on with the patient. But if we need that, they always have that for support. And what kind of – you mentioned providers. Are you working with specific hospitals, medical groups, all of them? How does that yeah. How does that yeah. roll out? It's a great question. So we actually work really across the continuum of care. We work really closely with, um, we have a relationship here locally with Centura Health, but then we work with a lot of primary care physician groups. Okay. We work really closely with a lot of specialists as well as an extension of their practice. So if you think about it, again, this time of year, we're seeing a lot of cold and flu season and primary care offices might get really busy this time of year, which depletes their same day capacity. Sure. We can be utilized as an extension of their practice to treat that patient same day. The nice thing about that is we then also communicate back to them in terms of what we did, what we, how we treated sure. the patient, right, which is really important as a primary care provider to receive that information. And then we work with senior living communities, employers, large payer groups, so on and so forth. Well, you've got a whole massive team, really. We do. You have the two people initially, but behind you, you've got a, a whole army of help. Yes, yes. There's well, a large infrastructure. But that, I would think, because this is such a new concept for the people that you're visiting, whether it be a, a young mom or a senior, it gives them a little confidence that there's a whole bunch of people involved here and we're in your house. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. There's a lot of thought that has gone into Dispatch Health and building the entire team. Our co-founders are both... Um, providers by training. So our CEO is an ER physician and had practiced for over 20 years when he built the dispatch health model. And really that was after looking at the emergency room day in, day out and seeing the patients that were coming in and understanding that not everybody really needed to be there. Sure. Again, it was expensive and just not a great patient experience. 
The other co-founder, he's a PA by training. His name is Kevin Riddleberger. He's our chief strategy officer, um, and he really likes the technology side. So if you think about dispatch, the bringing back the house call works if you have all of the uh, large technology infrastructure that also supports that clinical team when they're in the field so they can do things like chart real time. They can print discharge paperwork while they're sitting with you and you're sitting in your bed yeah. or wherever you're comfortable. All of that is really important so the patient feels like they're being adequately communicated with. It's unbelievable to it think is. about it. It's, yes. a, it's a great convenience. And there's no age limit. I mean, we've mentioned moms with young children up to seniors that might have some issues that if they need the help, they call you. Exactly. Yeah, we see the entire lifespan. The youngest patient that we'll see is three months of age. Wow. Our oldest patient so far was 108. Wow. Yes. That is quite a spectrum. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, Yeah. it is. So really the whole lifespan. uh, And we do see patients across the board every day. That's great. And of course, people are going, yeah, well, I bet that costs a lot of money. Yeah. Does it? Uh, It doesn't. So we're 80 to 90% cheaper than the emergency room. Which is the 90%? Oh my gosh. I know. It's hey, a lot, right? I've had emergency room experience. It is not cheap. And you're telling me it's 90% cheaper than an emergency room. It is, yes. Wow. Um, because when you go to an emergency room, there's a lot of other things that you're essentially taking on, right, as a, as a consumer of healthcare and your costs. So we're 80 to 90% cheaper. We're also in network with every insurance in the state of Colorado, which makes it really easy for an individual. It hits their urgent care benefit in terms of cost. So it'll look like an urgent care copay. Right. Including Medicare. Including Medicare. Medicaid. You do those yes. those kind of mm-hmm. clients as well? Yep. Because a Medicare, lot of seniors will have that. Medicare, Medicaid. We accept TRICARE in Colorado as well. And then we have, we have relationships with Aetna, Anthem, Humana, Cigna, United. All the big ones. All the big ones, yes. Well, and you probably are required to get that information, though, while you're on the scene with a patient. I mean, we are hopefully the patients with other adults that can mm-hmm. help you with that information without bothering the patient, because if they're really sick, yeah. and you're saying, by the way, who's your insurance company? Might yes. be a little uncomfortable. Yes. So you work with who's there with the person. We do, right? yeah. We'll work with the family. And if somebody doesn't have health insurance, they pay cash? They can pay cash. It's $275. That is a lot cheaper than an emergency It is, isn't it? I know. Oh, my gosh. A lot cheaper. So that's a flat fee. It's a flat fee. And and really, all of our rates, so for individuals who have high deductible plans, we can tell you exactly how much it will cost if our team is to come and treat you, which is a benefit as well. So it's always nice to know this is how much I'll be charged when the team comes and sees me. And you don't get that in an urgent care setting or in an emergency room. Transparency is good. It is. And I know there's a big discussion with docs and hospitals about being more transparent about what they charge for whatever you're there for, but they seem to be pushing back on that, but you guys are right out front. Yes. That's very important. Yes, and it goes back to our model, right? So our model is patient-centered care, truly patient-centered. Patient activates us when they need us. We go to them. They don't come to us. We're telling them how much it will cost. And then we're trying to establish this effortless experience, right? So they don't have to follow up with their primary care provider. We do that for them. We bill their insurance, so on and so forth. You make it pretty easy. We try to make it very easy. And how long have you guys been out doing this? We launched August of 2015. We're headquartered in Denver. Um, So this was our first market, first state 
We are now in seven additional states, um, which is a total of eight markets. So how many vehicles do you have? I mean, Mm -hmm. if we call you and you're dealing with the city of Denver, over 2 million people, we got one vehicle. Or do you have many vehicles? We have many vehicles. Uh, So in Denver, we have nine vehicles. Uh, As far as Denver, that's Castle Rock to Boulder, to give you an idea of our catchment area. That's about all of the metro area. It is, all of the greater metro area, right? And then we are also in Colorado Springs. And other parts of the state, are you in Grand Junction? Are you down in Telluride? Not yet. So greater Denver metro area and Colorado Springs are primary markets in Colorado. We are continuing to look at expansion. Well, that's going to happen. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's a real, it's not a problem. But in some of my research, it's an issue in Colorado because there's so many rural areas that don't have health care mm-hmm. or they can't get someplace. So you could provide that service for rural Colorado. It would be amazing. I know it would. I don't know how practical it is for dispatch health to to do that or take that out, but I bet you guys are thinking about it a little bit. We're looking at everything, right, in terms of what we can do. Right now, our current model works where there's a density of population. Mm-hmm. However, that could morph over time, and that's something that we continue to look at as a company. Very exciting news for you guys to be doing yes. that. So, so are, are there any situations you don't respond to? If, again, somebody's calling you mm-hmm. and they need help and you are questioning what kind of help they need. Is there a chance you'll say, well, listen, we're, we can't deal with that? Absolutely. So if someone calls us and they have what would be considered life-threatening, right? So let's say they have heart attack-like symptoms stroke-like symptoms, we're going to send them to the emergency room, and that will be a conversation with them during that time. The other piece of it is if somebody is calling us for more preventative care measures, we're going to direct them to their primary care provider. We're really not appropriate for either of those ends. I see. We're truly just providing that acute care. So we're seeing the patients, generally speaking, that would sit in an emergency room for four to five hours on average. Right. And we're seeing them with one in, within one to two hours in their home. Boy, if anybody's been to emergency room, she's not making up that time frame. No. Because if they're busy and depending on your situation, depending on the next person's situation, you could sit there four to five hours. Or any crazy emergencies that come in, sure. right? Which yeah. are really going to require that team's attention. So you mentioned... You do work with their physician. You work with my physician to help get the information on what you've done, yes. what you're thinking is going on, because a lot of people are thinking, oh, that's going to replace my doctor. I love my doctor. But you're, no. not, you're not doing that. No, not at all. We want to be an extension of them, right? Uh, and we do want to talk you back in. So that relationship with your primary care provider is really important. It's also important for them to know anything that's going on with your health. So when we come and see you, we want them to know everything that we did while we were on scene. If we have more extensive concerns as well, we're going to try and get you in with your primary care provider, right, for a follow-up visit. Because that's so important now. To it have, is. Because a primary care physician, with all of the specialists you might be working with, they need to know what's going on. It is. Somebody needs to keep track of everything in, in your health situation, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's that continuity of care. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So do you guys work I mean, when an ambulance comes to a house, usually the fire department comes to the house. Does it the same with you guys? You know, do, does the fire department get involved? And I don't even know why the fire department gets involved. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. When you call 911, a lot of people show up. Yeah. Uh, so there's two ways that Dispatch Health works. There's the first way, which is you call Dispatch Health directly. We also have a close relationship with West Metro Fire Rescue. 
as oh. well as South Metro Fire Rescue. Oh, they're the biggies. Yeah. They are yeah. the biggies. What that means is that we have cars that are designated at the fire stations. Uh, same material, right? The team, the only difference is you have a nurse practitioner or physician assistant from Dispatch Health, and then you have a paramedic from one of those EMS divisions. I see. What they do is what's called 911 divert. So if a patient calls 911 and our team listens to medical dispatch or the paramedics arrive on scene through the ambulance sure. and they deem that it is more appropriate for our team to see them, oh. we can treat and release the patient so that they're not getting transported and they're not going to the emergency room. And that saves them a lot of money, too. That saves a substantial amount of money because when you talk about 911 transport, oh, man. there's a significant additional cost in addition to going to the emergency room. Well, that could be well over hundreds of dollars to get an ambulance ride, no matter what the distance is. It can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes insurances don't handle that. Yes. So yeah. they call you guys. Wow. So how do they make that call? I mean, does that delay the situation at all? It doesn't at all, okay. uh, which is a good question, right? Because yeah. you, if you're initiating 911, it's important. Sure it is. Right? So they're going to send their standard team out. There's two ways that it could operate. We could arrive on scene at the same time as the ambulance or the ambulance gets there and the paramedic team says, you know what? We think that our advanced resource medic car, which is essentially what those cars are, yeah. to treat this instead. And so they'll send that out if the patient feels comfortable with that as well. And the ambulance people are cool with making that decision. They are. Because they're actually sending business somewhere else, basically. Are they, they not? are. Yes, yeah. they are. But they know what it's it's better for the patient, right? So if the patient can stay at home and doesn't have to deal with the transport to the hospital, stay in the emergency room, and then also, there's the transport back home. It's a big difference. Uh, well, yeah, it would be a big mm-hmm. difference. Uh, we're talking with Melanie Plaxon, the Colorado Market Director for Dispatch Health. Relatively new, not that new, but it's a marvelous house call, I guess, for lack of a better word. They'll come to you and deal with your health situation, and they come quickly. So how do how do people, we've talked about it now for a while, we've got a little ways to go here, but how do people get in touch with Dispatch Health? Great question. So there's three ways. They can call us directly, and I'll provide that phone number multiple times for you. Yeah, let's start now. Do it now. Okay, sounds good. 303-500-1518. And again, that's 303-500-1518. They can call us. They can also download our mobile app. So if you go to the app store, you can download Dispatch Health, all one word, through the app store and put the app on your phone. The third way to get a hold of us is you can go to our website, dispatchhealth.com, and you can initiate a care request. Talk about that app. How does that work? I mean, mm-hmm. if you use the app, I mean, it's got to be more than just your phone number comes up, or does it yes. immediately connect you with somebody? Yeah, that's a great question. So you essentially, it'll geolocate you. You type in your symptoms, and you can do that for yourself or your dependents, anyone really that's sure. in your household, sure. right? The nice thing about our app is you can also put in your insurance information, your primary care provider's information. All of that information feeds into our system. Uh And then you get a call from our team. You always get a call from our team, which is important to note because we want to have a conversation with you to make sure it's appropriate and we're providing right care. Well, you'd have to have more questions about the situation, more than what I can put on an app. (laughs) Absolutely, yes. And it's all about right-sizing care, right? So, again, we're going to say this is appropriate for us, this is appropriate for the emergency room, or maybe you should go see your primary care provider. You guys are doing it all. 
We're trying to do a, a yes. Yeah, I mean, really, it sounds like you've covered a lot of areas. Yeah. Talk about, talk about uh, what's the reaction of people? I mean, are they skeptical, skeptical that you can come to our house? And, come on, really? They're so used to going just to the urgent care, mm-hmm. the emergency room, or their doc, and that's or the way Or calling 911, right? That's or just what we're, that's what we're trained. Uh, that's how we've been trained. I think that there's a little bit of that skepticism, and some of that comes down to cost as well, which is why we continue to reiterate that we're in network and that we have um, – it's an urgent care copay or that we can provide that cost transparency to you. But once our patients actually receive care, if you go on Google and look up Dispatch Health, the the stories and the the testimonials are incredible in terms of what people are saying about us. And we continue to see that as well. So we track, of course, patient satisfaction. We want to know how we're doing sure. uh, when it comes to healthcare. We track it through what's called net promoter score. It's essentially a Likert scale. So on a scale of 1 to 10, right. how likely are you to recommend this service to a family oh. member or friend, right? Um, if you look at industry average, healthcare sits below 30. Since we've opened our doors, we've never dropped below 90. The last few months, we've been closer to 94, 95. So, so what is, let's just stop there. What does that yes. mean? I'm, I'm thinking 30, yes. 90, what, what do those numbers mean? Yeah, I mean, you can think 30 is, is low. Is negative. Is negative, right, yes. Right. 90s is really high. And it's really hard with net promoter score. So nines and tens are your positive. Sure. Uh, your sevens and eights are essentially neutral, and then everything else detracts. So it can be really difficult to get to that high level, and we continue to see that over time that we're, we're patients are very satisfied with it. Well, it's such a great great thing. What about the reaction of insurance companies? Are they cool with uh, you know what you're doing? I mean, it's cheaper. I don't know if they make money off of people going to the emergency room. I, I don't know that. But really, if you're charging cash, two seventy five, and I'm sure that's what you bill the insurance company, that kind of a fee, well, how do they react to it? Yeah, we work really closely with insurance companies to demonstrate cost savings to them, right? So we want to be able to say... This is how many of your members we were able to divert from ER utilization, and here's how much money that means that you're saving. Sure. If you look at our run rate for the company in terms of cost savings, and that's taking into account would the patient have gone to the emergency room and or would they have and would what's the transportation that they would have taken on top of that? Oh. It's eighty point eight million dollars in cost savings. Oh my gosh. That's not including the people that tell us they would have gone to urgent care so on and so forth, right? So those are all detracted from that cost savings. But $80.8 million in cost savings is significant. Well, that's incredible. It really is. And, you know, when you're dealing with with, with seniors that are on fixed incomes, Mm -hmm. and this is very attractive, I would think, for you to come to a senior, because it's hard for seniors to get out to even go to an emergency room. Mm -hmm. But you come into them, and you don't charge that much, and you take Medicare and Medicaid, it's got to be heroic, almost heroic. Yes, I think it makes a big difference. We talk a lot about two types of mobility. So you have physical mobility and social mobility, right? So Mm -hmm. social mobility, you can almost think of a mom who's maybe home with multiple kids. Sure. And one of those kids is sick or she herself is sick or he's sick. We're able to come to them so that the whole household doesn't have to go into a brick-and-mortar setting. Yes, not super fun, right? And you don't know what you're getting exposed to when you go into a Exactly. Exactly. setting. 
The other one is physical mobility. So you think about maybe a senior, for example, um, that maybe doesn't have adequate access to transportation or just physically it's more difficult to get out. We can go to them rather than them, again, coming into a brick-and-mortar setting. So how do you work with – do you work directly with 911? Because it's just so automatic for people to call 911. Do they talk to you then too if it's a 911 call and say, this sounds like something for a dispatch health maybe? Only with West Metro and South Metro Fire Rescue. So those are the only two divisions where we're currently working with 911. However, we're continuing to look at, does it make sense for us to expand, right? Because people call 911, like you said, today. Just, yeah, just automatic. For that exact reason. And right. if there is a way for us to divert that 911 transport, it makes a big difference for the patient. Well, it makes a huge. And family and anyone else who might be involved in that individual's care. Well, wow, you guys have really thought a lot of it about this, haven't you? Well, we have. Evan, what do you? What's coming up with Dispatch Health? What? How can you improve? What are you thinking? Could you handle more cases, maybe that you couldn't before because of the circumstances, or, or what? You know, I think what's coming up is it's twofold. So we're going to continue to expand and look for uh, expansion opportunities across the country. Uh, the other piece of it is we want to continue to educate individuals so they understand how we fit into the, the continuum of care because it's already really confusing as a healthcare consumer. Right. You have freestanding ERs, you have actual hospital ERs, right? You have your primary care provider, retail clinic, so on and so forth. And so we're really trying to provide this is where we make sense and this is how we make sense and this is the care that we're providing to you. Well, and it's tough to decide because there's always a, a massive confusion between ER and urgent care. Yes. And financially, it's massive. It is. So really, if you're confused by that, you should probably just call Dispatch Health. You should. And take care of that problem. You should. And they'll handle whatever your situation is. You should, yes. That's like I'm doing a commercial for you I guys. love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. I appreciate it, Murphy. But yeah, well, you know, it makes sense. It, it, it really does. And, you, and you're doing a great job. Can you, do you have any stories you can share, uh, share with calls you've made or how great the response was? Or people are like, wow, this is very cool. More than what you might see in a review. Yeah. I'm putting you, you on the spot, I can you tell. You are our, putting yeah. me on the spot. So I I have the pleasure of uh, doing ride-alongs with our team. Oh, how cool um, is that? On yeah. occasion. And yeah. then the other piece is I also get to talk to a lot of our patients who've experienced dispatch health. One of my you know, favorite is we saw um, an individual who was very sick. His wife was in the hospital, hospitalized, and he then became very ill. Oh, wow. Um, with uh, a potential concern for pneumonia, right? And so I was just looking at it from an outsider's perspective. We were on the phone with his daughter, right. who was very involved in both of her parents' care. Um, they both lived by themselves, and he was by himself because his wife was in the hospital and not feeling well. We treated him. In the comfort is bad. So he was laying down the entire time in bed, and our team was doing everything from a flu swab to IV fluids to IV medications, so on and so forth, while we were also communicating with his daughter because he, it was important for him that we communicated with his daughter. We then had that conversation with his primary care provider. We were able to arrange for... Um, imaging to come in so we wanted to do a chest the clinical team wanted sure. to do a chest x-ray sure. and again just watching that and you think about what that experience would have looked like in an emergency oh. room setting it's very different than sitting in your bed and i also watched our team 
go and get him water and go and get him tissues and anything else that he needed by his bedside so that when we left, he was still comfortable. I think the the amount of time you spend, you said 45 minutes to an hour with a yes. call, works into that. And for you to be communicating to another family member, I'm not quite sure you could go anywhere else and that's going to happen. It makes a big difference. We have, you know, we have teams that will make soup for our patients while they're in the home, right? Soup? Because I'm going to call them to my house. Too weak. Uh, they don't feel well. They might yeah. be too weak. Right, so we right. can do that for them if that's something that they need and they feel comfortable with our team doing that. I've also seen little kids get sutures and they're really nervous, but they have, you know, a stuffed animal and our team is also maybe giving sutures to the stuffed animal at the same time, just as like, wow. a, you know, we're treating both of you. But it it's a very different experience where when you're comfortable where you're at versus being, again, I think that's in a key. stark environment. That's the key to what you do. You it keep is. them. You're in your home environment where it's comfortable. It is. And speaking of kids, they get upset just going to the doctor, let alone an emergency room or urgent care. But if you're sitting there and you guys are coming to them and mom's right there and the TV's on and they got their teddy bear, I think it's pretty cool. Yes, it's very different, right? Yeah, it it's is. It's just different. I wonder why it's taken so long for you guys to start up this whole idea. I know. Well, you know, again, it's technology. If you yeah. really look at it, it's a big difference between even when we started in 2015, our e I'll go back to the EKG. It was much bigger than it is now. And sure. so as that continues to morph and the reality is we have, you know, we have our our clinical teams are fully equipped to do everything that they need to do in the field. And that is very much technology driven as well. Right. So we can geolocate all of our cars and we can make sure that we're dispatching the most appropriate people. We can effectively communicate to our patients to say this is the estimated time of arrival based on what Google Maps is also showing us. So if it's crazy rush hour, right. or there's some crazy right. snowstorm. Right. Like those things really matter to patients to say this is what we're looking at. Sounds good. Yes. Uh, before we wrap up here quickly, phone numbers. Yes. Phone numbers. So. For Dispatch Health to request care, call 303-500-1518. And again, that's 303-500-1518. You can also download our app, Dispatch Health, all one word, or you can go to our website to learn more about us or to request care, dispatchhealth.com. Good job, Melody. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Yeah. This is really fun. Yeah. Nice Keep, to speak with you today. You too. Keep up the good work. Thank you. And we'll be right back with more of Mile High Magazine.